two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. Uh, oh, hey, Pete. Hey, it's up. How we doing over there? Um, is is a postal worker? Thank you for your service. No, no, okay. But maybe they should be. Right. Um, thank you for your what then? The mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, if you thank anybody, I guess you know. Thank the Starbucks guy for his service, I suppose too. But you know, everybody's out there working hard. Right. Um, so just the general word service is reserved for, oh, the Army Reserves. Reserved for the Army. That's what the Army Reserve is all about, maybe. Yeah, I think any, I think any type of uh, military service at all is what the service is, and thank you for your service. Thank you for your military service to our country. Right, right, right. Yeah, thank you for your service. Moved into maybe some... Uh, nurse territory recently too or no oh yeah pretty much did with the uh essential workers became they all joined the military for the during the <laughs> <laughs> yes i think nuns i mean nuns <laughs> i think nurses would make good uh gun holding soldiers <laughs> yeah i think nurses would make a good gun they can you know throw bullets really well as i recall <laughs> I said nuns while we're at it too. Oh. Guns, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess if you have to take one uh jump off uh what's that called? Profession. I think yeah, nurse, nurse could jump off into many different professions. What what other profession do you have as even half as jump off worthy as a nurse? Um that's a good question. I mean, in real life, lawyer seems to be the thing that you can go into whatever you want. After right. that, like you can be just anything in any company if you've been a lawyer. Um, you go into politics, you can do really anything. But I don't like that answer because, you know, I don't really like any of those people or <laughs> what they stand for or anything like that. So uh, I'm going to yeah. say it's actually the 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 reverse. It's uh, a nun, you know, that uh, is a great jumping off point because you've wasted all your time up to this point. So <laughs> it's basically like you're just starting from scratch. <laughs> right. I think nuns, if they get out of that line of work, are trying to make up for lost time. They're like, oh man, I just dedicated my life to being a, a short-haired lesbian who doesn't even get to act on it. I might as well, right. you know, become a uh, soldier. And that's why you see all these like 70-year-old uh, women in skort, shirt skort, man, sh short skirts. With uh, not short skirts either. My God, I can't. Not only, <laughs> not, not only was what I was trying to say incorrect, but couldn't do it either. Couldn't perform the incorrect saying. Oh, that's its own syndrome, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. You were wrong on two accounts. We we dedicated uh, a whole line of study, uh, a whole wing of a hospital. No. Um, a whole, what is that when they just start a new like building in a college? Yeah, we opened up, we had, we built a new building and we studied this new thing in it. Yeah. Being wrong twice in the same sentence. That's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I want, there probably were like weird professors trying to get credit for all kinds of stuff back then. Like they're like Einstein got E equals MC squared. Like, what about this one? And they were just pitching all these crazy ones. Like two mistakes in one sentence. No, no, no. You're not Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you're at a college where nobody is doing anything worthwhile, though, you do wind up having to dedicate whole wings of buildings to just the crappiest scientists of all time like just whatever i mean there's how how many colleges are there in uh the united states 65 all right so there's 65 colleges i mean with that many colleges uh at least 10 of them have to just be complete garbage right right and then think about how many buildings per college hundreds so all these like thousands even yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah So you think of all the empty buildings. I think you could fit there you with room to spare all the different guys like running for popular scientists out there with their, you know, going around to these conventions. Basically like a vendor show for like scientists with the next big E equals MC squared idea. You know, I think you wind up having to dedicate buildings to just students who said funny stuff in class and stuff like that. You just run out of. Oh, yeah. Run out of uh, scientific theorems to dedicate buildings to it's just going to be you know the tallest guy (laughs) yeah he was the tallest guy at our school so yeah we just dedicated the building to him right and they just yeah hired all the ceilings even though like it was a small community so he was only six one right not even a tall guy yeah because they you know so many colleges (laughs) (laughs) one of them's got to have a guy who's only six foot one that's the tallest guy and they got no scientists (laughs) That's right. all it takes to get a whole <laughs> building named after you. <laughs> right. This is really just about how many people there are out there and, and chances of there being so many different types of things. Yeah, like what are the odds that just something so weird? They're probably pretty good, but not because there are a lot of that, just because there are so many people. That's right. That actually turns out to be the case all the time where it's like, uh, you know, you're you're like, oh, I had a dream about my aunt Darcy. And then the next day I figured out aunt Darcy was hit by a train and she died. What are the right. chances of that? And it's like, well, for you personally, if we were just watching you and talking about your chances of doing that, then pretty much nothing. But if you talk about yeah. 7 billion people, it's going to happen to some people, some of the time that they were, had a dream about their aunt and then their aunt died. Yes. It's just going to happen some of the time. So the odds are actually pretty good of that if that's that, what you that mean. it would happen to someone right that it would happen to someone the fact that it's you is only interesting to you wow that does deserve its own building i think this is a good one thank you yes i got that from some uh the, the tallest guy i know <laughs> yeah they used to just give all the tall people all the good stories like that keep them up high <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah story uh hey you're in charge of remembering all the good stories because back you know at a certain point, pens were iPhones. Pens and paper were iPhones. So, yeah. you know, before that, it was just like, hey, look, you're the iPhone. Remember all this stuff, please. Yeah, as you're saying, there was one person who was the town iPhone. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Giver, the book, The Giver. Okay. I used to not do the summer reading, not for not trying. I just never really made it through. Okay, gotcha. I think that's the only book I read as... as uh has probably already been discussed on the podcast, but I did remember, I do remember reading The Giver. And, and one uh, guy was just responsible for remembering everything and then he would, what, give it back to everybody? 
as they requested yeah, it? Yeah, he just loaded it up on their iPhone and hand, passed it out to them. <laughs> yeah, that was his job. <laughs> yeah, it's really just a data entry job. <laughs> he was some kind of weird uh, ability to like, yeah, like remember all these stories and uh, there was some type of laying on of the hands when he passed the capability to the next person. But in the end, it was just like the knowledge that, you know, the world is filled with beauty and and they we had forgotten that or something like that and then oh uh you know i don't know i think there's a movie about it, it called the giver as well and then in the end it goes the movie goes from black and white to color yet they'd forgotten about the meaning of colors you know and then oh uh, and then it's just the wizard of oz from there which also does that yes yep yep technicolor oh, too Joseph and the Ama- Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yes. Yes. Big friend of the podcast. <laughs> yes. We love a Technicolor Dreamcoat. Joey and the Maze Tech, we call him around here. <laughs> right. And I'm surprised they had the word Technicolor back in the time of Jesus. You know? Right. Technicolor. No, guys. Technicolor. That's coming around way, way later, fellas. Yeah. They jumped the uh, jump the shark. Is that What is that? Jumped the shark. Yeah, they went off the rails, and I think trains used to jump off bridges and hit the sharks. So that's where they like kind of merged those two phrases, and then okay. as a result, started that whole wing of that college. Okay, to study gotcha. to study what would happen if a train would run into a a whale, but it had really just happened. So they really didn't. It was a big waste. They just we just saw what happened. Why are you trying to make it happen again? And it's gonna. What are the chances? So no, knock down this building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um what's your uh what's your wing of the college you're you're back in the times and you have a good pythagorean theorem under your belt and you have hey top for guy who gets a new wing of a college i've made up i've bought the markers in the poster board i'm hitting the streets here's my uh here's my pitch for a new uh world science wise uh so what is my what would my scientific discovery be that that earned me the right to ha- have a whole uh yep. entire university named after me that's right um hmm i'll tell you what if i knew i'd already have it <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see here uh, i think i'll go I would like to be known as the guy who figured out how, uh, as is a big friend of the podcast, I pick you up and then you pick me up. That's the, uh, that is what I would like to be, you know, everybody thought it was, you know, laughably stupid for, you know, for me to pick you up and then you pick me up um, or whatever the other way around. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I, but I was the scientist who figured out that actually it's not stupid. It's, it is, uh, you know, just cold, hard science, and it works. Yes, yes. That would feel so good to champion a cause where, for the last 40 years before this, this was like a punchline of, listen to what this one idiot thought, and then the one idiot's right, and they name a whole college thing after him. Yes, I tell you, Pete, and I can call you Pete, right? Uh, yes, for the, for the uh, moment. I tell you, Pete, the, I feel like a lot of scientific discoveries have been that way. Uh, you know, they, the, the laughing stock, oh, we, we, the earth spins around the sun, get, you know, stone them to death and laugh at them while you're doing it. And then it turns out, 
that person was correct the whole time, and you got to go dig them up at, from the pile of stones and uh, name a whole wing after them. <laughs> name all the stones after them. Name the pile of stones after them. <laughs> yes, the before least they you got, could do. <laughs> yeah, that used to be how what statues were, piles of stones that killed the guy. <laughs> and then it was somebody's brilliant idea. Hey, this is a horrible thing that's happened. Let's turn the stones into at least a picture of him. Yes. Yeah. Because that was probably uh, public enemy number one, death penalty-wise, the uh, the Stone Age. That's why I call it the Stone Age. There you go. Yep. Yeah. In the Ice Age, they were just throwing ice at people until they died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the Dark Ages, they just... <laughs> they You got scared of the dark and you died. It was so scary. Just everybody <laughs> kept dying from being so scared, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do think... This is going to come off wrong, or it's not going to come off the way I want it to. But I, uh, I do think stoning somebody to death is probably the most fun way to uh, <laughs> kill somebody. <laughs> uh, yes, that does come off wrong, but I know exactly what you mean. Um, yeah, because if you could put what you need to do, and I think here's talk about a wing of a hospital, a, a robot that looks like a, a person. Um, Who's like going ouch and stuff like that when when a rock hits it? Just study to make that and make it clearly like a dummy, so you're not getting any of the like, wow, this really looks like a person suffering up there. Like I'm enjoying that. So do what right. you have to do for that, just barely not to be the case. Yeah, and to be clear, I'm just comparing <laughs> it to all of the other types of killing somebody that yes. aren't are obviously no fun at all. And then I'm not saying this is fun either. No, and it's it's definitely not. But and also, I want to be really clear that like. When I'm picturing doing it, I'm picturing throwing uh, stones at like a close friend of mine who who happens to be a guy. Not that it matters, but it's just that this happens more frequently to women today. Still, you know, you still see cases of this. So I'm not picturing that at all when I'm picturing the fun part, which is just going to be the first couple stones. And when my buddy who we're stoning to death and I feel bad about that, but whatever, when (laughs) When we're stoning him and the first couple stones, when he's having fun with it still, that's what I'm talking yes. about. You don't get that moment. You don't get that moment of playfulness or he dodges the first few. You know what I mean? And right. you're you're making eye contact and all that stuff. Uh, you don't get that with any other kind of uh, of, of killing somebody. That's all. Right. There's no um, light, fun beginning to any other one, I don't think. No. Because I think and- you waste a couple on your buddy, right? You say... It's almost like a nod to like when you used to play catch. You're like, hey, bud, this is the last time we'll ever get to do this, huh? Call. And then you, what you do is you have this way you used to joke throw with them, like where you impersonated some kid on your team. And you do the Tommy O'Sullivan impression as your first one, nice and light, and okay. he smiles back at you. And you say, you know, that's you saying I love you, man, but, you know, the, the emperor of the day is making us do this. Yes. Or, I mean, I think, let's say you were, were going to get stoned to death. I mean you do everything in your power to catch that first one and hold it in place how you do yes. when you uh, when you you know made an amazing catch uh, you just keep, hold it there and stare at the person with right. a and you need to let them know that they made a poor throw and I still caught it I'm twice the athlete now if I caught it yeah. and it was a good throw I'm still a good athlete this was a bad throw I caught it and I'm holding it in position to show you I'm I'm quite an athlete here everybody <laughs> <laughs> and you don't throw it back at him because, of course, you're you're not going to win this. So don't even try throwing it back at him or anything like that. You Spit just on it and throw it down. Yeah, throw it down. Smirk on your face. I, 
There's nothing more fun. Or no, smile back. It's not his fault. He, it, the emperor's making him do it. You let him, you you don't put that on him. Because what are you going to do? Guilt him when he's going to got to go live the rest of his life? Don't add extra pain to him. No, You're going to die. No. Don't go out selfishly. Have the have the first, you know, just keep, see if you can have a few more fun moments. You know, because I, I, I feel like it probably builds to a fever pitch. It probably starts with just a few people taking the first couple of shots. You catch a couple of them. Ooh, you have a little fun. Right. Dance around. And uh, and then, you know, and then you just sort of let it happen after that, I think. Right. And again, not the, my goodness, not the people that's actually happening to. No, my goodness. Jesus. No. Uh, heavens no. But So do you also maybe act up in a way that makes you get to take his spot? So you try to go out as a hero and you say, you know what, Emperor? Fuck you. I'm not doing this bullshit. You can't make me kill my friend. Okay, you're going to get killed, and he has to do it. All right, well, I can go out knowing that I at least tried not to. And then, you, of course, he impersonates Tommy O'Sullivan, and you have the moment in reverse, but worth a shot. Yeah, I think it is worth a shot, yeah. Um, and then you got to hope that everybody else you know, chimes in, too. And, and there's, a, there's some chance. It's, it's happened one time, probably, where everybody was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You know, whatever. Oh, and everybody... Then, Quit at once, right? A walkout. Yes. And then the only person willing to stone anybody is the person who was going to get stoned in the first place, and he's just <laughs> responsible for stoning everyone else. <laughs> yes, that's the one way we'll let you live if you if you have this job from now on. <laughs> you know what? It was probably a time, a job at a certain point that was like the whatever the cool job is of today, like rich tech guy or something. Like, yeah, he's the town stoner. And uh, oh, yeah, stonesman. well- the well-paid job and uh i'd like to you know spend the night with him if i get the chance yeah they did have the um the executioner you know in the in the game of thrones ages the days of wine and game of thrones uh, <laughs> where it, it was the guy who just chopped it he was very very good at uh at chopping people's heads off and yeah with that big axe you know it was before right. the pre-guillotine um and so uh, you know, that, that, and gu- guillotine, by the way, was like a, used to be a rich man's way of being killed. Oh yes. I'm going to never feel this. Uh, yeah, please. Oh, that's great. You're on, you for the next month you're on death row and he just commissions his guys. Okay. Make it the, here, take this wing of this college, make this the easiest way to die. And it just cuts your head right off and you die. Right. That's how it came about. And they used to pay executioners before the guillotine. Uh, you know, they would bribe them to to have it be good because, like, the, back in the day, they didn't really care. They'd be like, ah, f- five, yeah. six wax, whatever makes it an interesting <laughs> experience for the audience. Um, <laughs> Jesus. But but if they if they paid them, then you know they would they would do it all in one all at once, or you know, I guess maybe not. Maybe they would still just do it six. They they already paid them. <laughs> what, what are you going to do? Gonna do? <laughs> you have yeah. the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just holding the money right in his face as you're. Really half-ass letting the thing down on his neck. <laughs> Looking at your iPhone with your other hand. Right? <laughs> yeah, videotaping it. <laughs> oh, yeah, the town videotape guy who would just, yeah, he would have to remember it all. Yes, the town video camera, yeah. what? They just asked that guy just, yeah. Just remember it in detail. <laughs> And just explain it to everybody. Yeah, the movies, real life uh, based on movies were all they had because it was just a guy remembering stuff. 
Don't make anything up, please. Right. Yeah. And I bet you the uh, they didn't really have any good way of figuring out who was actually good at remembering stuff. You know, so <laughs> it was probably just somebody claiming to be good. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember everything perfectly. You know? <laughs> I, I should be the town video camera. <laughs> they have nothing to check the work with, so it's just yeah. <laughs> this guy's just. Horrible memory, you know. Hey, Johnson, <laughs> tell me that story I paid you to remember. It just makes up a completely new one. And, like, yes. the guy whose story it was is like, wait a minute. That's how you catch these guys. I This happened to me yesterday. You've just been making stuff up the whole time. I'm the new town video camera. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like the town, everyone's going to defer to the town video camera. They're going to just put that guy in the insane asylum, you know. You don't even remember what you did yesterday? Throw him in the... You know, whatever, stone him, probably. <laughs> yeah, get him stoned. Yeah. Get him stoned before he dies. Give him something, um, give him a way to feel, you know what I mean? Yes. And I mean, uh, okay, so obviously, you know, would you rather is, uh, you know, who, who cares about that? But uh, if you if you were, would you rather, <laughs> would you rather get stoned I just stoned took a sip of water and spit it. I thought I had a second to take a sip of water. Excuse me. Please continue. <laughs> Would you rather get stoned to death, uh, burnt at the stake, or um, you know the lazy uh, head chop off guy from the guy looking at his iPhone? Hmm. Damn it! Ah, oh, shoot! I think I still take uh, the lazy iPhone guillotine. Okay. Lazy yeah, just because like I think hopefully I go into enough shock. I feel like that stone is going to be like long and painful. I think. I think the uh, fire pit would be as the most painful but the quickest so that's like second maybe to do like if if you can poke a hole in the iphone guillotine and then still iphone guillotine i feel like that thing it goes to the front of your neck first right your throat i i don't think so it's gonna go to the back oh that that feels like you live for a while back there i think so i think you're probably gonna live yeah i think you live for a little while even if it goes clean through you know your head's still alive uh they did some experiments where they were uh, telling people just, you know, hey, we're going to chop off your head. See if you can just blink as many times <laughs> as you can after you uh, after your head gets chopped off. And the right. people did it. Really? Yeah. So for, oh, that's for like cool. a thir- 30 seconds or so. They your, would give uh, them entire head. speeches to do. <laughs> 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 right at a college graduation. <laughs> See how much of the speech you can do. <laughs> Remember, kids, don't do drugs. <laughs> Head gets chopped off. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> I know about the blinking. Remember, kids, don't get your head chopped off. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. Um, back to my thing about how the the... Uh, the only one that's any fun is the stoning. Can you have a little bit of fun with the fire one? Where uh, you start, you just pretend like it's not hot at all and like try to see if you can convince just at least one person that something's wrong with the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I think, right, you, and it's a really, it's a race between how much pain you're in and keeping that straight face for those first 10 seconds. I'm telling you, the fire's not working. Get over here and check. And then yeah. when that guy's over there, you like grab the switch keys. places with him real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
You grab the keys out of his pocket and unlock yourself from the fire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do think that's very funny, just trying to convince somebody. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. It's not <laughs> It's not even a little bit hot. I think it's a different, <laughs> different kind of fire or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. This fire is not working. Um, <laughs> oh, and then the other guy on the other side is a real smart head case improviser, too. And he says, it's not supposed to be a hot fire. And just stares uh, back at you. Shit. I, yeah. I know. I turned on the cold fire, dumbass. You think <laughs> I don't know how to work my own fucking fire? I'm trying to freeze you to death and stare him down. And the real, the real fire kicks in. And you're, you as my the, uh, yeah, you as that guy win it, I think, at that point. I think so. If that happened to me, I would, that'd be the first moment that I actually regretted whatever I did. Yes. You know what I mean? If I, I would have been, yeah, I, don't, I have no regrets about anything until he just hit me with the, yeah, it's cold fire on purpose, you jacket. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. I would, yeah, I would, uh, I would take, I would take the loss right there and just crumble into the fire. I think the best I could. And I would only try not to scream too badly to give him, to not to have him have that satisfaction. Um, and I, but that's the only thing I would think I would attempt. Um, or maybe at that point you concede even more and you say, I'm going to give this guy what he wants. He deserves it. That was a really good comeback. And you scream in pain because you know he would like that. Yeah, but throw in a like, uh, it's so cold or whatever. You know? <laughs> right. Maybe he gets one little laugh out of it. And you go yeah. down as a guy who made this great joke. Because I think at that point you're throwing Hail Marys for ways to like not be forgotten completely. Yes, I think you give it to him. I'm the guy who invented. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A whole company that, you know, makes up stuff about you after you die. (laughs) He he was actually the inventor of uh, the telephone. Ah, did we? Is that already a podcast? Maybe so. Right. You pay a service to have somebody just every few years make up a new impressive lie about you. Yes. (laughs) Come out with these articles where you left a bunch of money to the Little Sisters of the Poor 10 years after you died. Little <laughs> <laughs> Sisters of the Poor. <laughs> a great organization. Yeah. Yeah, we, we support them big time. It's what we're famous for. Yes. Still, still a podcast. Still a podcast. Uh, ben Stilla. Um... Let's see here, Tup. It's been uh, it's been some time since we spoke. You know, just not being true, but you just have to start saying something. And I think I think a big topic when you first start talking to someone, what comes up right up top often is the, when was the last time you spoke? Man, the last time I spoke yeah. to you, what does this have to do with anything? Must have been what? Must have been what? And you have to like both say it at the same time. You can't just say I think it's been three years. Whatever you have to go. Must have been. Must have been what? Uh, uh, three, three years. Yeah, you both say. And then I think you take the next hour to bond over the jinx. Like, dude, we haven't lost a step. We said the same. We saw each other yesterday, but this is a tradition <laughs> and we have to do it every time. Yeah, I always hate that because I don't, most of the time, I don't even know who the person is who's saying that to me. <laughs> so yeah. when was the last time we saw each other? I, I'm going to need a lot more information first. What right. is your name? <laughs> what, what do we know each other from? If it's from the activity I did yesterday, then yesterday. If it's from work, I guess I haven't been in work. Uh, been unemployed for the last six years, so six years ago. Yep. 
just do you mind if we do a quick upfront who are you before I before we figure out when the last time we saw each other was? Yes. I think as long as you name it, period, the who are you tradition doesn't have to be even a nice face-saving name. We're getting right to it. The who are you tradition. And what ah, do you do? You I like add that. like a foot tap or a like you do a little dance or something, like one of those handshakes where you clap, clap here, clap, clap there, and a little bit of la dee does. Okay, I thought you were saying, as for me, as a person who's not good at remembering people, create a new strategy where <laughs> I, every time I meet a new person, I say, hey, maybe the, the, you and I together can have a fun little bit where we introduce each other, we introduce ourselves to the other person every single time we see each other and say where <laughs> we know each other from. <laughs> oh, that's great. You know what I mean? They become yeah. pretty good friends, but then every time it's like, oh, you know, hey, Good to meet you, man. We know each other from volleyball, whatever. And then, yeah. like, my name's John. We know each other from volleyball. Yeah. Then you can never forget. Everybody carries on the tradition. You see somebody, they <laughs> <laughs> introduce themselves. Right. And I think you have a, a group of people follow you around to, like, break out with some theme music for, like, it's the who are you tradition. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think as as long as it's a tradition with a little bit of fanfare and some music and some dancing, I think people are like, ah, I'm not the least bit offended. He doesn't remember my name. Right. And they would never know that I didn't remember their name. Right. It's a tradition. tradition. (laughs) 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 Right. Hide behind tradition so you don't hurt people's feelings. Right. Tradition never graduates. Well, I don't know about that, sir. (laughs) 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 Um. Tradition probably does graduate too, though, huh? I don't, I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> I think that's I was like just hoping we were going to blow right by whatever that last <laughs> thing you said was. <laughs> I think it's a way to get alumni to keep giving money to the school. A tradition never graduates, so oh. hey, you're still a member when you're fifty. So we can, so it's not going to be ridiculous when we ask you for money because you're still part of it. We've said it's in your... the tradition quote. I see that, and that's something from a school that you are affiliated with. No, I just saw this. This stuck out to me in someone's maybe like uh, instant messenger bio about the high school they attended and at which they played sports. I see. Tradition never graduates. I see. You know, we have a tradition of nobody ever graduating. (laughs) (laughs) Tradition never graduates, which is why none of you become successful, but. At the unsuccessful jobs that you do have, you're still willing to give money to the school. That and that's nice, and that's what counts. I see. That's what they're that's what they're going for there. Okay. <laughs> Instant messenger profile, huh? Yes. Am I making that up? No, no, no. Right. You. We used to grab the conversations. Your one of your good bits on Instant Messenger was uh, doing a parody of the often. It was the equivalent of like grabbing, uh, doing screen grabs of like your text conversations with your friends and like putting that on Twitter as its own joke, you grab a conversation from instant messenger, messenger or messenger. We'll, we'll talk about that later. And you put that in your profile. Look, look how funny my friends and I are. Um, my friends and I am. Yeah. I don't know, man, don't get caught up on the wrong things. And oh, was, I thought you were saying I am as like a, you know, instant messenger. Pentameter. Um, but often as we get to, these uh these conversations they (laughs) they often seal the deal on this all not being funny everybody involved including even me as the reader possibly but certainly not the people in the conversation 
So I think you, as your bit, would say, look, none of these conversations that people are screenshotting and putting in their profile are funny. I'm just going to grab one that says, hey, man, what's up? Not much. How are you? And put that in my profile. And that was a really that was a really great instant messenger bit. Nice job. Oh, thank you, man. No, problem. I, I was trying to think of, there was a modern day equivalent of what I all the the other bit I used to do, which was just take somebody's full profile and just <laughs> paste that into mine. Uh, you know, whatever it was like, you know, girls lacrosse for life, like whatever, just obviously just clearly not me, but just paste that right into my profile. <laughs> live to lax, lax to live. Yeah, yeah. There's some modern day version of that that I'm trying to think of how it's come up. Well, I'll just pose the question to you. What's the modern day version of that? I joke? think the modern day version of that that I've seen is like all the cool, weird, funny Twitter accounts uh, for a while, like obviously uh, stealing like one of the most popular tweets and just posting it as theirs. Like like Rob Delaney or one of those guys just like takes one of the first great tweets that went viral that everybody in that circle would obviously know and just po- like not retweeting it. Just like copy and pasting it and tweeting it out himself. Like that. Just to I, get people to say like, oh, you stole. Right. Just to be so Valor. obvious of a like, you know, like that level of irony, I suppose, like where just how absurd. Yeah, of course. this mm-hmm, is. A, yeah. mm-hmm. The Banksy of Twitter. Right. The Philip Banks of Twitter. Yes. Um, but yeah, art, art goes through uh, ebbs and flows and uh, peaks and valleys. Yes, this is a. I think you turn sixty-five and you're never satisfied with those end of sentence things. Like, yes, the peaks and valleys, the ebbs and flows. Like, we know what you're talking about, and then they say six more. Oh yes, I've seen a lot of that out there. <laughs> yes, in the media, <laughs> it's gotten a very bad name in the media recently. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's very much my dad. Like, uh, yeah, well, we were on the roller coaster, you know, with the kids on there. We were going up and down on the dips and the dops. The dops? Right. What, what were the dops? Unless, excuse me, is, is dops a word? Uh, you have a dop kit. I'm going to bring my dop kit with me to uh, to the hotel, to the company uh, conference. I Don't right. forget your dop kit. Take it on this roller coaster with me. You're going to want that when you get to all the roller coasters, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes well you know i think otherwise the old... what are you gonna do after the dips <laughs> yes and i think um what did we end up deciding to do with all the old people <laughs> um yeah it was something there was something we we had decided to help out with some of the problem of the old people <laughs> no it wasn't send them all to an island was it no i don't think so no i think it's on just... vacation Oh, permanent vacation for, uh, once you're 70, you can move to, uh, a nice private Island. You're on vacation the whole time. Yes. But it ends up being like a fire. (laughs) It ends up being like a fire fest where like they show you people on jet skis and then you show up. It's like a ham sandwich on a jet ski. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The old bait and switch. (laughs) (laughs) Everything else is fine and beautiful. There's a ham sandwich on the jet ski. Ah, this wasn't in the video. All right, you can move it. Uh. (laughs) Now I just feel lied to. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. Like, 
uh, a well done from like a professional sandwich shop ham sandwich too. It's no pushover. Yeah. And it's all yours. You can just have it instead of being <laughs> upset that it's on the jet ski. Just pick it up and eat it. <laughs> nah, I <laughs> thought this was going to be something different. So. <laughs> well, all the other things we promised. Look at this beautiful water and like these uh, rich, hot people who checked into your spot. Uh... <laughs> Yes, and then uh, how does the ham sandwich come back in, Top at the, at the end, the ham sandwich is what they serve on the plane ride home, and he realizes it was all in his uh, head the whole time? Yeah, he was never even, uh, he was never even alive. <laughs> yeah, did they ever go back that far and be like, all right, this person, this was like a dream while the kid was in uh, his mother still. Like, this, none of this was even on the Earth's surface, so sorry for wasting your last two hours. Do they ever do that at the end of a movie? Yes, because they do the the cheaper equivalent yeah. of just like, oh, they were crazy. Oh, well, all right. Then none of this ever right. happened. They were just they, not in whatever the mentally ill, excuse me. That was just a, this whole movie was just in the mind of a person with a uh, with some type of mental issue. Yes, yes. This was in uh, the mind of Mencia. Yeah, I I like that twist at least one of the times when it, when it came out but then it just started to show up every every six movies right they started just having that guy show up at the end and just cutting off the story and saying the the person was was imagining the whole thing yeah <laughs> right i wrote it i wrote it for this part to be the twist where i come out live on stage at all the, at all the movie theaters that's why it can only be showing in one particular theater at any given time and I just say, yeah, it was all in the mind of a crazy person. <laughs> now, if, excuse me, I have to get on a flight. I got to do this. <laughs> It'll be perfect. And I'll come out. And then I'll... <laughs> Why don't they just film it? <laughs> excuse me, sir. Please hold your questions till the end. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know how to make a move. Okay, I come out live. <laughs> Yeah, or you could have somebody else do the announcement in another state. Sir, one more time and I have to ask you to leave. <laughs> Is there any, did anybody ever start to do like um, any mashups of movie plus live performance? Like they wrote oh. their movie. <laughs> such that every scene is them interacting, but there's also got to be a live, live person who is also interacting oh, with the movie. Yeah, that's really good. No, somebody's got to do that. And then, like, right, you have your um, your A-listers nailing the timing of interacting with it. And, you know, yes. they throw a few, like, it becomes uh, urban legend. Like, I saw Hanks in the uh, half-live, half-filmed uh, reboot of Turks and Caicos. What was that movie called? <laughs> <laughs> Turner and Hooch. <laughs> Turner and Hooch, yeah. And uh, and on the last uh, matinee of the third run, he added this new line. And like, I swear it was the only time he did it. And I, I was at that show. Right. Yeah. Yep, that's the stuff of legend. Yep. In the movie when... Uh... Like the the live person has to make out with the person on screen. How do you think we pull oh, that off? Yes, and I think those become embarrassing internet videos because then they green screen out the guy in the background, and then you just have Tom Hanks air kissing. 
Um, I see. But I think the good ones, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know what it'd be the modern day equivalent of, but it's a very looked at upon highly uh, thing to do. Um, almost like maybe yes. playing mentally. Uh, yeah, all the different, healthy. different, yeah, mentally healthy characters that people play. Yeah. Like something like that where like, holy shit, like, and then one guy does a really good job and it turns over and rebrands that air kissing uh, skill as like Daniel Day Lewis level stuff. Yes, you're, you have to be a method kisser. Yep. Uh, just get in character and just be that in that kissing moment for the entire shooting of the movie. <laughs> right. It is a movie about kissing after all. Yes. How to kiss. Lesson one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That would, uh, that's given me uh, strange feelings. An old, an old cowboy guy with straw in his teeth. And I'm going to teach you how to kiss. <laughs> now that's what I call kissing volume one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. So you have a country guy on a porch playing uh, strumming the six string and you, you tune your kisses and it's a whole art piece. The kissing uh, melody uh, deliverers. It's a whole YouTube channel. The kissing melody deliverers. Um, You know, you can tune up your kisses a little bit, I suppose. I think you can, although you don't know what the other person's going to do. So it has to be a perfect... Oh, a duet! Uh, <laughs> yeah, it has to be. The two of you together, the, the, you're not going to be able to make the note. Yeah. Right. I put your picture away. Um, that duet. That's, that's the entry level of the Kissers 101. You have to learn to do... Uh, I put your picture away as a duet with your kissing partner. Oh, is that a kiss? Do they kiss in that song? Um... Actually, I don't know. While recording put, that song? Yeah, I put your picture away, sat down and kissed today. Yes, they do, I think. There it is. Yeah. Yep. Sat down and kissed. Yeah, which brings us to our theme for uh, today's episode. Make sure you're sitting down when you kiss. Like, sometimes you might go weak at the knees, and you might... And you're dealing with two people at that point. Hey, if it was just me, I would fall over. But I had somebody else's life in my hands here. Sit down and safely kiss, everybody. That's good, Yeah. Or no, no, no. You're saying standing up's better. Oh, that's good, too. Yeah. <laughs> standing up's better. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, standing up, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the real theme is uh, take your own theme and, and learn something. And as long as you then it enters your brain and then comes out your mouth as some form of something positive, nothing wrong can ever happen from there, huh? I don't believe so. I, I guess unless... Uh... You know, it, everything changes. An accident happens, right? Some kind of accident happens. And Accidents then, happen. That's where that saying came from, probably. Oh, good. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that expression came from. <laughs> right. That's its whole uh, own onomatopoeia type thing where the expression, the very thing. <laughs> The very thing that is your biggest trauma is your greatest triumph. Um, <laughs> no, but where, what was right. I saying there? Where like the thing. The words of the expression are defined by the expression itself. Yeah. Yes. Right. Like it's hot out here. Hot. It, <laughs> hot it is, is where that saying came from. They just, oh, if it's, if it's a saying that's going to just take the meaning of the saying, you just switch around two words. 
All right, yes, you can have the information from the saying, but you have to just switch the two words, and then the saying guy, the, the whole guy they pay to remember all the different sayings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the town saying guy. <laughs> oh, all the different jobs they used to have, huh? All yeah. encompassed by an iPhone now. Yep. The town... Right. When did they start putting music down on recordings? Like the guys were just like, I'm sick of this. Please. No, I know. I Like talk about being sick of playing the hits. And and did you really have to be because sure, you can play the guitar, but can you carve what it sounds like to play the guitar into a, one of those uh, old vinyl records? You know, yes. yeah, yeah to, it takes two skills. Right. I, I Wow. What skill is harder? I mean, the fact that I learned even to play any a couple chords on guitar would mean that I think scratching the records into sounding like that is the skill. That sounds way harder to me. Yeah, I've never right. even tried, but I, uh, yeah, I shudder to think about the hours. Because that is like a physical reaction versus like this, this new age, you just touch it on a screen. That's not even really happening. Like the record player was physically actually doing something like, you know, scratching along grooves. Like that is... That's like, what's smarter, a big cement stadium or a little iPhone? In this case, record player, we're going with cement stadium. Yes, in the analogy you're saying. Right, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, because it's, right, physical versus, uh, what is it, digital, magical? Mental, yeah. Yeah. Um, physical versus mental. Uh, yeah, I think, I think we go with the uh, concrete record player whatever we were saying right? <laughs> <laughs> for oh, whatever record. we were doing with it whatever <laughs> for really? whatever reason we were picking between yes yes i would say like talk about 35 uh rappers in the united states named celebration i bet there are 40 guys in the united states who are really good craftsmen in different ways and they have made cement record players work with no power and yes we've we've carved the rock so thinly here um to where you know and the the power from the something else is is it's making it happen it's a trend uh, that's my guess for the week where you said we're going to start doing uh different guesses for what's out there Best guess of the week yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what do you i'm guess i'm going with cement record player by craftsmen who take their jobs very seriously and like weirdly start getting these high-end clients who like found out about them and it becomes cool to have their cement record players in your uh cool designed uh house okay and you're saying 40 of those guys all right so i'm just picking the over under on 40 okay yes we could take it that way or you could guess what other uh niche niche i'll say under. are out there <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, there probably are if you count all the guys because some of them work on them together. So if like six guys work on one record player, I'll count that. So I would I would be okay with that. Okay, do you want to change to 34 then? Sure, officially. All right, under. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, cool. Well, hey, and then if not, what is this? The inspiration corner? Go out and invent the concrete um, record player if it doesn't exist. That's the next assignment. Never have the assignment be, oh, well. Well, then what's the other uh, alternative? Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I do think you'll find some out there. I do think you're going to find a, a concrete record player. 
that somebody has made who's a craftsman. And there's probably, I don't know, 30, 40 other people <laughs> just like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say, yeah. Um, All named Celebration. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we're famous.